Hello, I am Joshua P. Warren, and this is Joshua P. Warren Daily. You know, a few nights ago, my sister Jessica and I ended up in the two big top news stories of the day, <laughs> inadvertently. And um, I, uh, I've been meaning to tell you about this, but um, before I get into that, uh, I want to tell you that this whole thing reminds me about the significance of timing in general and how that certain people find themselves in a state of life, if you will, that's sort of timed in some odd way related to the rest of the world. So, for example, last year, you know, Lauren and I were in Puerto Rico for a long time. And then we left Puerto Rico, and right after that, this terrible hurricane hit. And then we went to Las Vegas, where I did a TV shoot. And right after we left Las Vegas, that terrible mass murder occurred. And so um, for a while I was kind of, you know, the joke was you might not want to hang out with me because it seems like when I pop up somewhere, um, something tragic happens afterward. But then we realized, well, actually, it's just the opposite. Maybe you do want to hang out with me because I go to these places and miss these terrible things. And that is fortunate for me. But it is weird how that throughout the years, as I look back, it seems like that I just so happen to be at certain places at certain times when something significant is about to occur, whether it's good or bad. And, you know, how we define good and bad also depends upon the transitions that are taking place and things that are being destroyed or things that are being created. And usually they go hand in hand. And so that said, this past Sunday night, um, Lauren and I were going to have dinner with my sister Jessica and her boyfriend Matt, who, by the way, is a great guy who's a real fan of the paranormal. And uh, I can talk to him for hours and hours. He's just a really cool dude who knows a lot about the paranormal, and so we have great conversations. But that said, Lauren and I were heading down the interstate, and uh, Lauren was driving, and she said, I think the guy behind us is running from the cops. And right as she said that, this red pickup truck came flying around our car, fishtailing and weaving in and out of traffic, sure enough, with a law enforcement car on his tail. And this guy, as soon as he passed us, was clearly running from the law because he actually went over onto the shoulder so that he didn't have to worry about the regular traffic. And this guy was hauling ass on the shoulder. And then, of course, there's an, another 
uh, law enforcement car and another, and they all, they all have their sirens blazing. And at that point, we're like, okay, we better hold back here because this is the most volatile type of situation. You know, this guy could start shooting out of head of his truck or, you know, this guy is, is zooming and these law enforcement guys are zooming. There's no telling how fast they were going, 100 miles per hour. You don't want to get in their way. So everybody in the midst of this is a little freaked out. We also have a little dash cam we keep on our car. So we were able to sort of record what was happening. Over the next minute, there were probably five or more police cars, maybe over the next 10 minutes, there might have been 15. I mean, they were in hot pursuit of this guy. And, and this guy, as it ended up, took the exact exit that we were about to take. And so uh, it was quite uh, exciting and frightening, but uh, terribly dangerous for everyone on the road. And that's why, of course, some um, counties and cities have policies about not even engaging in car chases sometimes. But uh, I'd never been sort of right in, in the midst of a hardcore chase that was going on like that so we met up with jessica and matt and uh they were like well how's your day been and we said well really interesting <laughs> and we told them what had just happened so we went off we had dinner had a great time and then after that we parted ways uh because that evening Jessica and Matt were going to go to a concert at the Gray Eagle, which is a very well-known venue in Asheville. And um, then my sister texted me a little later and said, you're not going to believe this. We got to the Gray Eagle, and there are fire trucks and cop cars and EMTs everywhere because this house next to Gray Eagle, burned to the ground. Um, and so that was obviously affecting the plans at the Gray Eagle. I'm not even sure how all that worked out. But we ended up uh, later that night at my mom and dad's house, and, of course, we turned on the 11 o'clock news, News 13, and uh, the top stories of the day were this house next to the Gray Eagle burning down, and then second was this big car chase that had occurred earlier in the night. And we were like, that is so insane that, you know, we happened to be, betwixt my sister and myself, involved in the two biggest news stories of the night. Neither of them good, mind you. But still, you know, when things like that happen, it reminds me of timing, the timing in the universe, and how that your relationship with the timing of dramatic or notable events in the universe also represents the design of the universe, which is something that I talk a lot about. Um, the fact that this world we're living in is, is not necessarily some kind of a that just random experience that there is a design 
And uh, I hate to always plug my book, the uh, you know, Use the Force, A Jedi's Guide to the Law of Attraction, but I do talk about this concept in the book. And I talk about the idea that there, there is some sort of, of design and that that design is also the language of the universe. And that if you pay attention to how events come together and the position that you are in when those events occur, uh, this is how you sort of learn to interpret the language of the universe. And sometimes it's very nice and very good and fortuitous. And sometimes it's really scary and tragic and horrible. But that is the story of the universe, isn't it? Um, that again, certain things are being created and certain things are being destroyed. And so you can't expect whatever this power is called the universe to necessarily manifest and speak to you in English and just tell you what's going on. Um, no, it's, it's operating on a greater, more vast level than that. And, and we are such small beings in relationship to it that all you can do is, is really pay attention to those connections that sometimes appear right in front of your face and then use those connections as uh, another term that you've learned in order to figure out what you are supposed to do. And um, I think I wrote about the fact that, you know, you can – you can get a, a rabbit from Chicago to Knoxville, Tennessee, by either holding a carrot in front of its face or beating its ass with a stick the whole way. So, which method would you prefer? You you know, because one way or another, that rabbit is going to get where it needs to go. And I think we're the same way. That there are things that you consider destined. There are pathways that you are supposed to follow and places where you're supposed to end up. And if you're stubborn and you're ignorant and you're not going to acknowledge the language of the universe, well, then you'll just keep getting that stick or that kick in the ass to get you there. But you're better off if you follow the carrot, you follow the positive leads and let that sort of instruct you on the particular pathway that you were supposed to take throughout your life. And so this is something that makes a lot of sense to some people and makes no sense to others. And if you know somebody right now who just feels like that he or she is constantly swimming upriver or climbing uphill and they can't make progress, um, you might want to attempt to explain this, that um, it doesn't necessarily matter all, all that you want to do or all that you think you are in life. You also have a certain plan, I think, that's laid out. And, and maybe plan is a loaded word, but basically it is a direction that you are supposed to follow and a direction that will come easiest for you and a direction that will bring you success and help you make the most out of the things that you want to achieve in life. Uh, and some people, they just go the opposite direction and they end up 
in bad situations all the time. So there is timing for all of us, whether it's good or bad. And I do believe that uh, the universe has these cycles that you may or may not connect with, and some years are going to be good for you, and some years can be bad for you, but you can always make the best of it if you pay attention to those synchronicities, to those connections of the design in front of you. And that's one of the reasons that, again, I really believe that uh, 2018 is going to be a much better year for many of us than it was in 2017. As a matter of fact, I got some uh, more really good news today. Last year, of course, I produced this video report about OUFOs, which took me four to five years of research in Puerto Rico to put together. And I put this out because I truly believe it has some groundbreaking potential. And the video report's pretty short. I think it's about 16 minutes. If you haven't seen it, just uh, type in OUFO or OUFOs on uh, YouTube and it should come up. Well, today I found out that my video report has been accepted into the film festival for the International UFO Congress, which will take place in Arizona very soon. And over the years, having worked with uh, the TV business and independent filmmaking, I can tell you it is not easy to get accepted into a film festival. My work has been turned down by film festivals many, many times. Uh, but this particular project about OUFOs, a new discovery, um, the, the only one I've even submitted it to was this festival at the International UFO Congress. They call it the EB Awards, EPE, like uh, Extraterrestrial Biological Entity, I guess. And if you win, you get a nice little metal statue of an alien. So imagine getting an Oscar, but instead of an Oscar, it's an alien. And frankly, I'd rather have a little alien than an Oscar. <laughs> so that's really cool that uh, I have been accepted into that. And so uh, the judging is going to take place, uh, well, it's going to start taking place next week. And so uh, I hope the judges like it, and I, uh, hey, what can I say? I hope I win something. I mean, I really do. And at very least, I know that uh, the International UFO Congress is uh, five-star. It's at the top of the, the, the heap when it comes to this kind of research, and so it's nice to know that the very best researchers in the world are going to have an opportunity to see that. So... That's really exciting news, and I'll keep you updated on, on how that goes. Um, I also want to let you know that I am actually technically ready to tell you about this amazing event that I am producing in Las Vegas in May. Uh, by technically, I mean that we finally have all the nuts and bolts worked out. All the final contracts and arrangements have been signed and made. And so now it's just a matter of me putting together a nice web page where I finally explain this. 
I say, okay, here's what this is going to be. And I want you to know that uh, working with MGM has been just such a great pleasure because those are the giants. MGM is the giant in Las Vegas. And sometimes when you work with the giant, they are um, dismissive because they're the giant. But in this case, the folks at MGM there have been so responsive, so professional. They understand what I'm doing here. And uh, they've just been wonderful partners in putting this event together. And so now it's up to me to put together a, a web page that explains as well as possible what this event is going to be about. So I'm going to be shooting some video and uh, building that web page as quickly as possible because we're pretty much ready, technically speaking, to start taking uh, reservation for, uh, reservations for this event. And this is the biggest event that I've ever produced. I'm so proud of it. I'm so excited about it. And I don't know where you are in the world as you're listening to this, but uh, I'll tell you again, just go ahead and set May 16, 17, and 18 of uh, 2018 aside to be in Las Vegas for this you will want to be there, and you won't regret it. It's going to be one of the best times of your life. So I'm sorry to keep teasing you on that, but uh, when you're dealing with something of this magnitude, it, it takes time to get everything put together properly before you just say, okay, world, here it is. You don't want to do anything prematurely. So I, I promise you, I'm working as quickly as possible to get all that information put together and presented properly the way I want you to see it so that you will understand what this event is going to be about. Um, last thing I want to point out for you is being a new year, I I'm pretty sure <laughs> that this is going to be our 15th anniversary year of Speaking of Strange which is the show that I created, that I hosted for many, many years. I no longer have the time to host it because of my schedule, but it's hosted by my great friend Vance Pollock. I call him the Sherlock Holmes of history. And uh, it's always been rated number one in its time slot for its marketplace. And it airs Saturday nights on News Radio 570 WWNC in Asheville, North Carolina. And being a new year, I am opening the door for new sponsorship. So if you are a person who thinks that um, having your business or your product or whatever um, promoted live right there, you know, by the host, you know, in the studio, um, is beneficial, then I want you to email me. This is your opportunity to do it. I haven't uh, opened up an opportunity in a long time for this, but I really think that this is the time to, um, to open my mind to new types of people who might benefit from the vast audience that we have been able to build over these years. So if you're interested in being a sponsor an advertiser who gets uh, VIP treatment on Speaking of Strange, then just uh, email me. Go to joshuapwarren.com and scroll down to the bottom of the homepage, 
and you'll find my email address there, and then I will uh, give you more details. Again, that's joshuapwarren.com. And actually, uh, if you go to joshuapwarren.com, you'll find a link to this podcast and the message to subscribe. And, of course, if you want to know when new ones are posted, you can always follow me on Twitter. I call this Joshua P. Warren Daily because I do my best to give you one of these daily as long as I have a connection and sometimes when I'm in the field and I can't do it. Um, but, you know, what you'll know is at least you're getting things that are live and right there on the pulse of what's happening. So uh, I hope that you will um, not only continue, you know, listening, but share it with your friends, you know, people that you think will be interested because it's always short. It's always free. And, um, it's unfiltered. It's raw. I don't have any handlers. I am beholden to no one. I tell you the truth. I tell you what I'm experiencing. And I believe that, Many of my experiences are things that you can relate to as well. So that's it for today. Uh, thank you for your support. Thank you for being interested. Thank you for staying curious. And I will talk to you again soon.